Hello everyone, this is Myra with Hale Pule's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. We've been talking about Ayurveda and Yoga as a foundation for mental health this year. And in looking at our mental health, it comes back to our holistic design. The fact that everything affects everything else within us and around us. And gosh, if we could just remember this. The choices we make each moment, each day, are an expression of our connection to ourselves and to nature. Certainly, we're all affected by what's around us, but the most powerful piece of our existence is right inside. And this is a primary factor in our mental health, our relationship with our mind, our body, and spirit. It's something we can have control over if we so choose. There's a knowing within us all the time if we just turn to it. It's a key to clarity in life and a great sense of freedom. So how do we access this part of ourselves and, and why don't we do it all the time? And this is one of life's great questions. Well, We've been trained away from trusting ourselves, away from tuning into our own wisdom. Instead, we look for answers on the outside. We look to experts for the right answer. By learning about life through books and data and our intellect, we compartmentalize and we miss the total picture. Instead, we look at the minutiae in life and we get caught up in that. Always looking for the right answer. And we lose sight of the power and the impact of our interaction and our direct experience. Instead, we're looking for that one answer to fix things or to show everybody that we know rather than seeing the incredible dynamic interplay of life and how we might play differently in life, how we might flow with it. So let's see if we can invite our minds to go the simple route. As a starting point, consider these factors from the Bhagavad Gita. We're dying the minute we're born. Life is truly a cycle with many cycles within it. Breathe and contemplate that for a moment. If it brings up fear, then let it be a message to listen up here. The Gita says, for one who is born, death is certain. For one who is dead, birth is certain. Therefore, don't grieve over that which is inevitable. And you might say, well, yes, but it's scary and it hurts to lose someone. We're each an individual unit of consciousness that dwells in the body during the course of life. And this unit of consciousness is eternal, meaning it never dies and continues on. And each of these units is part of a whole that makes up the cosmos. 
take another deep releasing and relaxing breath. So why is death such a difficult thing for most of us? Many of us are pretty wrapped up in the physical aspects of life and we get attached. We get attached to our loved ones, our animals, our own body, our stuff. We get attached to things being the same every day. Other people behaving the way we want. It's all part of the human experience. Many of us are raised with beliefs that this life is all there is. But what if it wasn't that limited? Breathe with that for a moment. In the past 20 months, many of us have had to make many different changes. There's been change all over the planet in most areas of life. Change isn't new, but for many, this has felt unexpected and often incomprehensible. I certainly felt that way at one point. And the result is that we've been forced to step into the unknown in many areas of life. And perhaps this is a good thing for many of us. I've heard people say that the changes have allowed them to slow down and to see life in a new way, to take the time to see what's really important to them. Have you done this lately? Looked at your own priorities and whether you're actually living them or not? You may want to pause the podcast and do a little writing or contemplation for a few minutes. And perhaps many of us had been experiencing avijja for some period of time. And this is a, a Sanskrit word meaning illusion and delusion. Uh, it can also mean not knowing. Yeah, so never having experienced something that you don't know. But this illusion, thinking things are always going to be the same. Or they're only going to change when we want them to or that we can control how things change. Or maybe we didn't think we were thinking of it that way, but just had expectations and attachments to things staying the same without realizing it. So we were living in avijja, in this illusion, and maybe not knowing. And then it seems like some change comes out of nowhere and bam, it's all different. So let's consider that the changes are actually a wake-up call in so many ways. Wake up into recognizing more of our true self and not just doing, doing, and doing, looking for results and not enjoying the journey of life. More being present in life on a moment-to-moment -moment basis rather than skimming through it or trying to direct the course of it. A little further on in the Bhagavad Gita, it says, 
For one who finds pleasure in the self, there is no duty to fulfill. This is self with a capital S. He rejoices in the self and internally is completely self-satisfied. Wow, how do we come to this? Well, Ayurveda and yoga offer us tools for living and a perspective that makes this possible. Let's take a look at some of the areas where we get ourselves into a knot and how one might get out. So the first one to take a look at is honesty. And it's and we're talking here about self-honesty. Mm, so we might say to ourselves, it's only a little bit of sugar here, and it's only a little bit of alcohol there, and it's only a little bit of overeating one or two days a week. But all of the little bits add up. And then we end up lying to ourselves and then wonder why our health is failing. We see ourselves as a victim of life and a victim of others. Taking everything personally in life. Mm, the person in the bank was rude to me. Or that friend hurt my feelings. And we can use this as a way of hiding and not taking responsibility for ourselves. For our own life. But we can change that thinking and view of ourselves and others to see and to sense the eternal flame within them and within us. Another perspective then is, wow, the person in the bank must have been having a tough day. Or maybe my friend was feeling really insecure when she said those things to me. Another one is to fire your internal judge and be rid of all that negative self-talk. This is a huge step in liberation in life. That critic goes against our true sense of self and it feeds the illusion about ourselves. More avicca. And then whose voice is that? Critiques are based on some measurement that we were told we needed to reach. Or we had the impression from early in life that we needed to do things this certain way. All of this comes from samskara or impressions from early life. A lot of times we can find ourselves, we're comparing to something. People do this a lot with aging, uh, thinking I'm, I'm supposed to be doing certain things or this certain way at this certain age. Now think about that. It's actually pretty silly. We're all so different and we come to different points in our lives influenced by all kinds of things, including the astrology that we each carry. The spiritual practices of Ayurveda and yoga, though, allow us to step out of our analytical mind 
and into our heart. To clear the charge off of the memories of the past so that they no longer impact our lives in a negative way. We can come to discover the positive results and then cultivate that in life. In other words, we turn our attention, we move the focus of our energy. The transformation out of old ways of thinking and reacting in life and freeing ourselves of the samskara is fed through our spiritual practices, through our sadhana, and taking those into our daily life. So we step out of that, oh, I know what this is doing to me, but I just don't seem to be able to stop. We've been trained to use the distractions of the consumer world to attach the senses to the sense pleasures and then be in denial about it. That's, that's sort of the, that's the layout of, of uh, the consumer's world. And Ayurveda and yoga take us out of the avija into vija, clarity, that moves us toward moksha or liberation. Meditation, pranayama, and other practices provide us with grace through the small and large transitions in life so that we can welcome each chapter of life. Always moving towards sattva, that sense of balance and harmony. Ayurveda and yoga are the art and science of living. They offer us simple tools to make a big difference in how life goes because of their holistic nature. We can then experience the depth of our being, having mental and physical balance. Come and join us. It's a whole new life each day. Until next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join simple Ayurvedic cooking with Halepule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.